0: we do every single Saturday on these airwaves. My name's Casey Steve, the voice of your valley. This is Citizen Watch on Merced's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM. Come on! As you, Merced. Winton. planada we River Valley and Snelling and all of the little communities up and down to 99, the I-5 in the County of Mercy. Hey, special guest this week. That's right. We've been uh, teasing you, folks here on Citizen Watch. And for those that heard repeats last weekend, I don't know, there was something wrong with the computer. Maybe it was operator error. But we had Lloyd Pereira on for, I believe, the 16th time. No, it was the (laughs) third interview, and it was a really good interview. Lloyd, uh, Supervisor Pereira, District 4, the Lost District, we called it, because nobody knows where 4 is. Nobody, He's over there all alone in River Valley out there, uh, Hopeton, hoping for something, uh, hoping for some money. But he does have two incorporated cities, which uh, I really didn't realize. Uh, Gustein, part of Gustein. and uh, gosh, I think it was a little bit of Atwater, too. I'm trying to think the other city, but we have a guest in this week that we've promised, the sheriff, that's right, Vern Wardke, (laughs) Vernon H. Warnkey, and he is in charge of not only all the incorporated cities, but the unincorporated part. That would be me. So happy to have you here. Thanks for coming in. You betcha. And when I say short notice, we've been threatening to have him come in. He was on a a much-deserved vacation with his... My lovely bride. Your lovely bride. I knew you had a special uh, term of endearment. And she's been a great rock for you. Absolutely. And especially in the last few years. Yes. And yes, as well yes, as yes. the, uh, what, 50 in a row. How many of you guys been married in a row? 40. 40 in <laughs> a row, as I always <laughs> like to say when folks get there. Because, you know, it's, it's uh, I tell you, behind every great person is a, is a partner. And in Vern's case, it's his wife. Yep, My lovely bride, and, it, and it's very sincere. You guys, you guys went on a little trip. Took uh, up in the hills. I mean, you don't have to give away. The... Oh no,
1: uh, we actually took a couple during this last month or so. We uh, went to Oregon, did a little. I call it very little, but we did some uh, crabbing. Uh, I did it from the shore. you know. Oh, did uh, you get some? Oh, it was it was one of those things. I gave them 75 bucks, and they went out and pulled in a, a bunch. of. So it was guaranteed a limit. Wow. And it was kind of like the uh, – what was so funny is, is the boat didn't go much farther than we are from my office right here. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And they went out there, and the boat ride was 20, 30 minutes total. Uh-huh. They went out there, picked up the crab traps, loaded them in, brought them back in. That was the end of that.
0: Oh, $75. But, you couldn't even
1: get a meal for that. Yeah, so we got uh, 12, 12-crab 12 uh, limit, so uh, it was a lot of fun, had a great time. Uh, Kath and I went to, uh, it was in Oregon, Winchester Bay, Oregon. Folks, if you want to put something on your bucket list, go there, especially if you're an outdoorsy kind of a person, because the dunes that they have there meet the the forest i mean it's it's incredible it's incredible what that place is like there so the and i'm going to call it a resort where we're staying at rv park it's so pristine and literally pristine mm-hmm. and uh the cost was very reasonable we've gotten places here that weren't half as nice and paid twice as much mm-hmm. so
0: but it was a it was a great trip and it's interesting that part of the coast the further north you get a little more uh greenery a little wetness a little more forest and things isn't speaking
1: it? of greenery yeah yeah go ahead <laughs> so i'm we're on i-5 going through and i'm about to go through a vapor lock i'm looking at all this greenery yeah cultivated right up next to the highway no up, way oh yeah yeah i'm talking so we're coming around the corner we're out in the beautiful oh my gosh it was beautiful valley first thing we're on our way home right and uh it was probably 8 or 8 30 and had that heavy you know the the dew mm-hmm. and the air is heavy and i could smell this yeah and i'm going around I thought, oh my gosh she <laughs> says what I, you don't smell it well kind of yeah we come around a the corner there's 30 acres at least of sensimia
0: oh my god now went oh wow <laughs> yeah wouldn't happen in this county no <laughs> for, for Amstead, it'd be right behind you uh, with yeah. a pair of clippers <laughs> isn't that amazing yeah i know it is kind of a and i want to talk about that later on uh you know because i i read the city of merced was going to commit seventy five thousand dollar to weed to weed abatement and i go hey vern has been doing that for, <laughs> for free for quite some time yeah and, uh, we, uh,
1: we get uh, we get some federal funding to do that yeah so. i have
0: a feeling it was a different kind of weeds yeah. was talking about yeah but anyway the point being uh, vacation in oregon you know it's funny years ago uh, working down in san diego uh, for the san diego police department for many years there were a lot of officers when they retired it was quite popular to move to oregon and the thing was, you took your California plates off because they didn't like seeing people. Right. But uh, it's a still a beautiful place, isn't it? It is. There's a lot of folks who retired from my agency that
1: have ended up in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And I wonder uh,
0: what it is about law enforcement in Oregon. It's just that kind of quality of life that you know, like be, you say, yeah. you
1: really enjoy. Uh, well, I'm thinking quality of life for a lot of folks uh, is downhill because of the <clears throat> greenery cultivation that I saw well, going no, on. Because true. neighbors can't be enjoying that because it stinks. Yeah, and the and. Um, but uh, it was so beautiful uh, along the coast. Uh, we just had such a great time. No, that's nice. Yeah. Well, I
0: I don't know if you ate, if you ate the lobster, or the, the the lobster on the ocean or on yeah. the beach right yeah. there. Did you?
1: Oh, well, we had. well yeah. We're boiling it up. We took care oh. of it right. Oh my gosh, yes. And um,
0: cracking it, and they're pulling the meat out. Oh my oh, gosh, yes. What it was. A time. Yeah, it was great. Well, I'm glad you got some time off because uh, you know you you deserve it. Well, thank you. you you've uh, you've done a lot. You've been a leader in this county. It has been night and day. Since you've come into office, matter of fact, I was writing down, is it eight or 12 years you've been in office?
1: Uh, this is your second term, my right? My second term. And uh, this March, I uh, uh, file for my third term. Third term. Yeah. So okay. it was uh, unclear because yeah. I
0: know you, you know, again, it, when you have somebody in there that just does the job and it's, you know, you don't have the controversy, you don't, you don't have the news reports, uh, you know, I mean, a couple of things, you know, but again, some facilities, you're dealing with facilities yeah. that are, when you walked in, they were old facilities. And not to say that you've been around a long time, but these facilities need to be addressed. <laughs> they do need to be addressed. But again, you've you've got a lot of good press, a lot of uh, goodwill in the community. I have not heard one bad word. Well, thank you about our sheriff's department. Now there's some rock throwers, but they never have a good word. Right. But the people that rely on you—the farmers, the community, the citizens, the different municipalities—I think you've done a, a phenomenal job, and you've gone through some personal. Struggles, and I have to ask because we're very honest with our listeners. How are you doing? Doing wonderfully. Uh, I just had a uh, follow-up
1: CT scan. Of course, uh, uh, COVID it made it a little tough even getting into the doctor's office, but uh, everything came out wonderful. The doctor personally called me and says, "Whatever it is you're doing, keep doing it because the scan came out wonderfully. Your blood work is perfect." And I went, "Thank you." So whatever it is, the Lord's got something going on. He wants me to stick around for a while. So. Uh, So I've been, I say it and mean it, and been blessed in in so many different ways.
0: So, yeah, Um, it was pretty scary for a while. But Well, you're blessed, and we are blessed to have you you. uh, with us. And and I will just say that, you know, when they talk about the COVID situation and and talk about being on the front lines from the beginning, you have been uh, in the sights. Uh, What are you going to do? What are you not going to do? A dynamic situation. But you yourself personally, uh, one of the, I guess, you know, pre-existing conditions, vulnerable individuals, and you really didn't have a choice, and you were going through some tough times when it first started. But, again, yeah. you've put yourself out there on the front line. You haven't shied away. You've been very vocal, and I'm really glad that that's worked out. It did. And and uh, I know I know that's a tough situation because, again, you're responsible for so many people. You're yeah. also the coroner. Yep. There was a concern that this thing was really going to go sideways, maybe. Oh,
1: my gosh. Uh, it was bad uh, to the point where... Uh, you know, you. Know, I hate bureaucracy. Just mm-hmm. hate it with a passion. And we were notified as sheriff coroners to expect to expect more bodies than we would have the capabilities of handling. So, um, I had a, a fifty-three foot reefer truck actually donated to the agency, mm-hmm. uh, and the, the paperwork consisted of a uh, eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. I signed the document. They parked the truck or this, the trailer and drove away and had it in my possession. And of course, uh, kind of putting the cart before the horse because you know, you got to go through the bureaucracy part. But I wasn't going to be waiting. And I got the Boy Scout mentality. Let's get prepared. Right. And we've never had to use it for
0: that well, ever. And, well, and that's good. And, and it really has worked out better than we hoped, I think. Yes. And there were some, uh, I guess, growing pains, if you will, because there was a lot of pushback, you know, the closing of businesses, the private businesses. You and I lamented that uh, you could still go to Home Depot and get a two-by-four. Yeah. Didn't seem to be a problem there. And again, it must, and I'm sure it was frustrating to see, you know, what you had to do, what you had to enforce, and, you know, maybe the common sense in there. And you kind of pushed back a little bit on some of those phone calls to the state, the health department. You, You didn't just sit there like a shrinking violet and take it did you no
1: i wasn't about to when uh, they were telling these mom and pop stores to close down and they were still leaving these big box markets open you know the costcos the big five or uh the sporting goods and all this other stuff. And yet mom and pop were having to close down. And so uh, I made a determination on uh, the enforcement aspect of it. And uh, some folks got to stay in business. And I was really glad to see that uh, the independents uh, were staying in business. And it just didn't make any sense to me that they could willy-nilly, when I say they, the the bureaucrats in Sacramento yes. willy-nilly mm-hmm. say, well, you know what, Casey, your business, it, it could spread the disease. But Bo Vern's business can't. So and I I thought that was kind of weird and I had to use this one analogy in it and it doing the way that they were enforcing and everything else is like having a designated spot in mm-hmm. the swimming pool to pee. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really. It kind of mixes around, doesn't yeah,
1: it? Yeah, it, it just didn't make any sense. Yeah. It still
0: doesn't uh, on a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, it, I mean, it, think about the tier system. Could you even believe that we were red, yellow, green, purple? And that no, was, and, and don't tell me we weren't punished. We were probably. what? the Next to Inyo was the last yeah, guy. Yeah. Here we are, you know, the la- in the purple, everybody else around us. And like you say, you can't tell me that. Don't know the county line. Yeah. You know, six counties above bu- or said, you can't tell me or five yeah. you can't tell me we don't you know it was just ludicrous and it you was. called that out at the state level and said hey you're punishing us
1: yeah and uh the other fortunate part there was that uh you know we, we kind of joked around a little bit oh yeah we were in the purple tier i i wasn't shutting any businesses <laughs> down matter of fact we supported a lot of businesses right. locally to stay open and um you know it was just their asinine way of trying to say that this was good they still don't know
0: well and this is what i want to let's bring us up to speed because here we are kind of still in the middle of the pandemic yeah i uh, noticed the veterans day parade is going to be a virtual parade the floats are going to be parked along main street and people get to drive by the floats when are we going to get out of this madness when are we going to get back to normal in your mind i think isn't the sheriff's department pretty much back to normal mm-hmm. and yes. then you know it, it seems as if now we have the vaccine uh we should be looking at the end of this and, and we're it's like we're trying to find excuses to keep it going on sheriff
1: then think about that is that the, the folks that have been elected up in sacramento uh to me and what i have seen it's their way of maintaining control over the the person you know when you reach 18 years old and you should have some good common sense by then. And we all know. But realistically, make up your own mind. You know the the data that's out there. You know this stuff. If you want to take the vaccine, take it. If you don't, don't. But don't tell me because you don't want to take the vaccine that I have to wear a mask. If, you, if you're if you that afraid of it, then put your mask on. Do whatever it is you can do. Do it. Freeze. But don't tell me how to do it. So when we talk about this, okay, the Veterans Day parade, really? You know, I'm looking at that and I, I was there when they talked about it and I thought, well, at least they're <laughs> celebrating. Yeah, at least we're celebrating. And uh, the the problem I see is you get some people that are in charge, they are still afraid to make a decision.
0: Burn, you're exactly, Sheriff, don't mean to take liberties. You're Sir? exactly right because look what happened to Playhouse Merced. Mm-hmm. They start the season. They canceled one season. They start the new season. A couple of players get sick. And again, Sheriff, we were prepared. You had the 53-foot van. Yeah. We had it hooked up to the power. It was mm-hmm. a minus whatever. It didn't transpire. Yeah. And now we have this vaccine, and it seems like, Sheriff, we're still going backwards. We're still, But you hit it on the head, I think. People still want to maintain control. Yeah, and they don't want to And not in a us. good way, right? And not in a good way.
1: And it's like all the money that they, they're giving out for people to not go to work. And that's that to me is just absolutely ludicrous. Don't give them the money.
0: What about the rental moratorium? You've had to change uh, the eviction moratorium. Mm-hmm. You've had to deal with that.
1: Yes, we have. And uh, make no mistake about it, we're we're evicting people because uh, that little part in there it says you have to show that COVID caused the issue. Most of the people that are that are going through problems. Because of COVID, you mean some people are gaming the system?
0: No, yeah, you know, yeah, really. got to ask you a real quick question. There you go. I know we're we're getting to the end, but uh, when or the end of this segment. Hopefully, you can stay just stay. a little bit. Uh, no mandates are going to be coming uh, to the employees of the Merced County Sheriff's Department. They must get vaccinated to keep their jobs.
1: They're trying it. It's seriously coming down. That's a state directive. But they had a a federal, I think it's a federal court. Yeah. Now they're trying to uh, play politics. Our illustrious governor who was supported by the state uh, correctional officers.
0: Yes, I saw that. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Now all of a sudden,
0: well, we just won't do the state corrections, but everybody else ought to be mandated. So we're going to be fighting that fight. Now, see, I thought that would have been your decision. But you say that may come from above from the state. Yeah, or the feds. I don't like that. I don't either. Hey, we're uh, a little trip. Uh, tribute to Aretha here. I picked the wrong CD. Sorry, <laughs> hey, right, I, I like we're, it. We're here with uh, Sheriff Vern Warnke. He's our sheriff. He's your sheriff. And he wants to continue to be your sheriff. He yep. announced that uh, he's running again. The election coming up in, well, about a year. Actually, I guess there's a primary, but nobody's going to. Who's going to throw their hat in <laughs> the ring? Anyway, listen, we'll be right back. Citizen Watch Saturday morning. A new segment. That's right. A new show. We'll be right back. Stick with us. Okay, here we are, Saturday morning, Citizen Watch, second segment, 8 o'clock hour. So happy you're here with me. October 16th, 2021. Yeah, some new content. I know that uh, you guys have been suffering with some repeats, but uh, I don't know. It's the holidays, isn't it? Something's <laughs> happening. Eventually. Eventually. Essentially, I tell you, the end of the year, and we are going to get a storm. I was reading in the, uh, here we are, hey, second, uh, Casey Steed. Citizen Watch, the voice of your valley. Merced's News Talk. I'm so excited. We have Vern Warnke here in studio. He's always such a great guest. Very honest. Very open. And uh, appreciate you coming in. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling. Short. Uh... Oh, we got to get ready for the next segment. We we'll might as well just stay with Aretha. Um, anyway, uh, second segment, Citizen Watch, Saturday morning. We've had a couple of the supervisors in over the last couple of months. We had Darren McDaniel, who is a senior member of the board. And then we had Lloyd Pereira, uh, District 4, the lost the lost district, and talked about some of the needs. But again, Vern is separately elected from the board of supervisors. When you look at the county flow chart, of course, you, the voters, are number numero uno. Numero uno. And you elect uh, you elect your supervisors, your five supervisors. And we won't, uh, if, if there's any that you want to talk about. Let's not call him by name. Let's just use numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one through five. No, I'm teasing. But uh, the, the supervisors are elected, but they have no control over the sheriff other than his budget. Other than the budget. Which is a little jacked up, but the voters elect the sheriff. They elect the district attorney. They elect the registrar of voters, some other things, but the sheriff, a huge one. To me, it's bigger than the board because what you do, public safety, because the board's charge is public safety yes and so talk a little bit about that how your relations are with the board
1: well you know i gotta tell you uh it's been it's been going good again it, use numbers <laughs> yeah it's been going good um you know even uh with the one i have issues with we've been been going good, good. Uh, and um you know i've always maintained that uh, you know the voters that you know they elect the sheriff to make sure that they are safe and respond and i tell people the supervisors should be guaranteeing that I have the resources to make the people safe. And that's and money. I'm, and I'm going to tell you right now, the supervisors have been very supportive. Uh, CEO of the county, uh, James Brown, i, I got to tell you, um, been working well with him and very, very supportive. Uh, I, I'm in a, uh, a dilemma right now is that um, I've got but a couple openings for deputy sheriff, and I've got a list of other folks applying that are from other agencies so you know again god has smiled on me with that i'm fully staffed is what i'm trying to say and mm-hmm. been fully staffed for a couple of years now and also i just got um into my coffers they added eight more positions in my correctional bureau
0: good so corrections uh, is a big part of it's your...
1: huge and uh, so we're starting with that eight and once we get those eight done and i'm gonna go arm wrestle for some more because i need 25 minimum and so we're going to be doing that but right now for budgets and everything so i've got eight added to it and we're uh testing uh i want to say it's tomorrow uh
0: for folks that want to come on yeah
1: yeah uh so we've got we've got a great avenue there uh i've got yeah, and like I say, I just been very fortunate there, and to have the support that we do have from the uh, the supervisors, and I and it's not for fluff, it's not for anything, it's genuine. Uh, they call me up and say, "What do we, what can we do?" Because
0: they also get it. So, well, I think uh, when you say a dilemma, you're being a little coy because years ago, uh, we couldn't keep people. No. They were they were hemorrhaged, and nobody wanted to come to this department. They were leaving, and you have turned that around to the point. That I think I'm correct in saying that you don't have a lot of attrition. You don't have folks bailing out for other agencies now. They're retiring now. Like they should. Yes. Not leaving for another agency for greener pastures, for a better uh, situation, for a fair shake from management. Yeah. You've changed that whole dynamic because it was more than just pay. It was once you got on, knowing that, hey, there was some possibility to advance. It yes. didn't matter on a last name or a favor or right. some, Because you took a lot of that out of this department. And that's why I think you're in the dilemma <laughs> yeah, I am in that, that dilemma. you're in, because you have people that want to come to this department and don't want to leave. Is that true, Sheriff? Yep. Yeah. It's, uh,
1: again, um, doing the things that we've been doing with the agency, is, uh, it's been really, really good. And um, you know the Correctional Bureau. Um, like I say, we're now we're on. Well, the- let's talk
0: a little bit about them because they oh, get a lot going. of hits. You yeah. know, they've been overtime. It's uh, been pe- horrible. People, people running out because the facilities are a little. But you say that you're helping on that overtime. The because we were worried about you know working them to we work yeah, working them to death
1: you know, on a literal basis. Let me point this out to you. Uh, and every week we have what's called an approved over overtime schedule. Mm-hmm. Now keep in mind. Most you know of, you're going to have yeah, overtime. Yeah, yeah. Here's what I want you to think about. And I had to pose this to the CEO mm-hmm. that I told him to go to his, all of his deputy CEOs, whatever they are, and tell them that for the un, next unforeseeable future, because that's what I'm dealing with right now, I still don't have an end in sight. But for the next foreseeable future, unforeseeable, you, you got to tell your employees for this five days, you got three of these five days that you're going to have to work 16 hours. Wow. And you don't get a choice.
0: Yeah, because there, there's nobody else to do it. Yeah. And you don't get and a choice. And you have minimum staffing. Yes. And this kind of burns people out in this. But you say you've gotten some help. Eight new positions? Eight new positions. And we're testing
1: uh, as we speak. We've already done the physical agility aspect of it. Now the written part is going to come in. And uh, so hopefully we'll do it. I'll have my background bureau uh, busy getting all those people vetted out and so on um so but we do have people wanting to apply you know so which is a good thing and uh, you know i gotta tell you it's been it's been a it's been a struggle with corrections and uh, the folks the men and women that are in there right now uh they're pretty dedicated you know but they're they're frustrated they're they're burnout. out but i want you to picture one week a seven day week i had on one week i had 101 overtime shifts 101 eight-hour shifts in one seven-day that's how much was going in overtime and you start adding the numbers up on that it's 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 ludicrous it's uh, it not just the the financial part but the wear and tear on the body mm-hmm. the emotions the, you know these folks want to be home i've got newlyweds and moms and dads and stuff that want to need to be with their children mm-hmm. and they're being forced three days a week to do 16
0: hours mm-hmm. that's just insane no and it's not worth the money sometimes folks let no. me tell you people are like oh well they're getting paid you know they're you know, county employees look they have a life they're, they're, this isn't you know we fought a civil war okay so you know there, there's no indentured servant but we do need support well i'm glad to hear that you're getting that support from the county ceo yes. because yes. as you know that position five hundred and nine thousand dollars a year with the benefits is open no. and they are currently active uh, supervisor Pereira indicated they had a pool of 20 20 some people narrowing it down, winnowing it down to five. Yep. They were going to bring them in. Uh, I don't know if what's... Do you have any... Uh, because what would you like to see in a CEO? Because that position is really critical. They kind of move... Uh, they determine what projects move forward. Yes. We've had some uh, uh, delays. I won't say missteps, but maybe they could be called that on the uh, renovation out right. there at the Mush, the Rock. Right. John Lotta Rocka facility. But again, we, we've kind of got it together here at the end. You know, we've kind of kind of squeezed it together but what would you like to see going forward because it's going to be a new learning curve with a new ceo and it is you want somebody to know that hey uh <laughs> you see the election chain we just talked about i need support right yep and uh getting a good ceo in there
1: um you know i'm going to bump heads no matter what that's just going to be a given but what i want to see is a common sense approach to something uh these pet projects you know when i start talking about men and women's lives and they're saying well it's not in our budget well you know what you can close the library down. I'm sorry for you, like like the library. Hey, there's, it's okay. You can you can shut down a lot. You can actually shut down the roads department. Yeah, okay. Well, the roads are bad. They're dis. <laughs> but you can't shut down the sheriff's office. No, there's not one minute of any day that we can be shut down. No. It's physically impossible. But yet, they're thinking. Well, you know what? We just won't give you this or that. Whoever comes on board as the CEO of this county. Should take a look at and be able to prioritize what is necessary. You know, a lot of people that the sheriff doesn't need. Well, I'm going to tell you, walk a mile in these moccasins, mm-hmm. and you tell me. I'm still responding to calls.
0: You are personally. Oh yeah, every yes. Day. No, I know you do. You, are mm-hmm. your hands on. You, he walks up to the window. <laughs> That'll make you pucker. Yeah, so, and,
1: I, and I, you know, and I still do a lot of stuff. I, I love being a cop. I've been, you do. With, been here. for And that's why you're 40... such
0: a good one, and that's why the people love you because well, you. you're from. The 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 people. You're from the street. I mean it's it's not a bad thing. You identify with the people that you are there to serve. And again, you know, your position's tough. Sometimes you gotta use the 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 hammer and not the the velvet glove.
1: Well and sometimes and I don't like doing that and my lovely bride (laughs) the day I was elected, she she looked at me, she says, You know the board's not gonna like you.
0: No kidding, I said, what? I'm like
1: a teddy bear. Really? She said,
0: no. He is a big fuzzy teddy bear. So the CEO position, very, very critical. And again, they do need to understand that you need the support. And Mm -hmm. that, that support needs to be rock fast. Because... We see the folks that stand up in the meetings. We see the public comment. We see the rocks that are hurled at you. We see the demonstrations out in front of the sheriff's facility with the, you know, you're, you're bad, you're this, you're racist, you know, the in-custody desk. They don't understand these are, uh, these are little animals that you're trying to contain, and they go after each other, and mm. there's not a lot you can do about it when your back is turned, right. but yet somehow it's your fault that they're there, that they can't get a job, oh, that they're I a know. felon. And mm. I am so tired of that, but you need the support from the five supervisors and the 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 county ceo that's very very important And i have that right now because i guarantee you the people want it yeah like you I say you that. can take the roads and i don't know where the heck the the hell the road money has been going for we have b c a prop this prop that and it, it you knock your teeth out running down some of these roads yeah and and i know you see it out there in the county you you know uh, seven thousand miles of road
1: but the point i was getting at is there's so many of these different things within uh, any government agency that can be shut down mm-hmm. and yeah, it's an inconvenience. But when you start talking about a twenty four hour day, seven day a week operation, right, you can't shut it down. And then when you like when I did take office, I was twenty-eight deputies I know. down. That's what I mean. You turned it around. So and it was horrible. They were leaving. And I was out there along with my administration, we were pushing the patrol cars around, covering calls, covering beats and uh working special details the holidays everything else because we had no bodies and it's the one thing about the sheriff's administration everybody in there is still a gunslinger they're cops and mm-hmm. they go out and they're fully equipped and they they're still responding to calls and when we're out and about on any given day you know i was checking the computer today it was like a hundred and seven units logged on between my agency probation da's office right. uh welfare investigation there was a hundred and seven out there just logged on mm-hmm. and you know we had that call uh, just outside of merced it's, it was a swat call out but within heck i was first one on the scene and i think within about seven minutes there was 15 cops there
0: yeah, just and, bam and the reason you know there's 107 is you're responsible for dispatch yep and making sure that all those cops can talk to each other and stuff yep. you have a tremendous Tremendous responsibility under your tutledge and I think that you've done a wonderful job and you need the support, the continued support from the board and the citizens and I think the citizens uh, will support you. You know, we, we just have a couple of seconds. In this segment, and we have talked about uh, public parcel tax, we talked about with you last time, talking to the supervisors that have come in since that time. They say, look, we think that's off the table. We can do it internally. You had mentioned that, too. They seem to think that they can do that also, finding this money that you need to keep going, to keep adding these positions. Are you comfortable with that, Sheriff? Or do you see, maybe on the horizon, sometime into your third term, uh, the need to talk about that, some sort of other revenue stream? Well, I last thing i want to do is tax anybody i'm I'm tired i understand i don't want it but the Um, cold hard reality like you say sheriff we can do without a lot of things but we can't do without you yeah and i think the people when it comes down to brass tax will support you and will support our law enforcement and again just from what you know, from and I'm not asking you to get the crystal ball and, out.
1: Yeah, and I right now I can tell you that uh, because of the uh, I guess the financial fiduciary responsibility that our CEO has had. Uh, he was able to say, okay, Sheriff's right, we need these bodies, and was able to do something. Now, I do know that he took away from some other yes. departments. He did. That's okay. And uh, those other department heads were not very happy with me. Well, when so, I say
0: it's okay, it's necessary. They it, have it to understand.
1: Ne- yeah, but they're not the ones that are going into the jail mm-hmm. to take care of these guys. They're not the ones going to these calls. They're not the ones having to deal with
0: this. Yeah, go to Planata when your cover is about 30 minutes away, and you're yeah. the only one out there. Yeah. And you're relying on that transmitter and those uh, towers to Work. And well, that's another issue that we got to do on
1: the many, many millions of dollars that we have to do because our our equipment's failing. Well, but that's a whole nother story.
0: And hopefully, we have one more segment okay. in which to talk about that. The ARPA funds, a big commitment going to Vern, the American Recovery, uh, whatever it is, pandemic assistant. $57 million, the city, uh, or excuse me, the county of Merced got almost. Uh, I think 10 or 12 going out there to the rock again, getting pushed back. You know, why are you doing, you know, building jails? We should be building homeless camps. Well, yeah. guess what? We have those. Hey, we're on the uh, second segment of Citizen Watch, the 8 o'clock hour. We'll be right back with our sheriff, Sheriff Vern Warnke. My name's Casey Stee, the voice of your valley on Citizen Watch, 1480 AM, 107.3 FM, KYOS. Stick with us. Another four years, four years, and uh, well, almost five because we still got another year to go before the election. We're almost to November. Well, uh, it's uh, my understanding is it's March. Is, yeah, there's a primary. Yeah, and I've been confused whether it's. Uh, hey, here we are, third segment, Citizen Watch. My name's Casey Steed, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM. Got to do the slate, and we get the uh, get the feds in here. We don't want the feds in here. My name is uh, it's Citizen Watch, and we have Vern Wardke, the sheriff. No district. He got the whole county, baby. There's only 58 people like Vern. Well, there's only one like Vern Wardke, but there's 58 people that call themselves sheriffs here in California, and I'm so happy to have Sheriff Warney in here. He's been a great guest over the years. Uh, he's been in here many times. He was in here when he ran. Again, we can go back through that story, a success story way back when. And uh, forgetful who even ran against him, unopposed last time. Nobody dared <laughs> uh, even go uh, think about uh, putting their hat in the ring. And uh, I would assume uh, that may happen this next time. I don't know. But I'm you, hoping. But you have made the announcement official. Oh, yes. And uh, I apologize personally uh, for not being there at the kickoff event. I, I, I'm sure it was well, well attended. It
1: was very well attended. And uh, the folks were very generous and um you know, it just keeps keeps on going you're talking about support earlier is that um and there's times and I, I really do want to get kind of And i mean that literally is the support i do have from the citizens the the community and um uh, you know it's just uh, sometimes it get, gets a little bit and go wow and um so been very fortunate there and uh, their support has shown when i needed it when i needed it most when i uh fought for the deputies and they showed up in force great numbers at the board of supervisors to let people know that they were there to support me so without that i uh you know literally i'm i'd be powerless if i didn't have the support of the people and i do and so far so good so i plan on being here as long as the lord lets me stay yeah
0: (laughs) well and and, uh and again uh, you got a lot of support when you were you know really uh, up against the ropes there on some things and again you didn't shy away you were in the office you were you know people tried to make you comfortable to get in there and you wanted to be there yeah And you really love this job, and that's what you need—somebody that's dedicated. There's so many people that fill the position. I was reading about Houston. I think it was Houston. They, uh, you know, again not sheriff, but top cop. You know, some guy that came from somewhere, and maybe he went from Houston to Miami. Anyway, didn't work out. Big bucks, you know, different. uh, Yeah, he went from to Miami because he said the city council was run by the Cuban mafia. That didn't endear him (laughs) to the city council, and so he's out on his uh, on his rear end. And again, your position—people want to think, hey, you know, it's just about enforcing the law, the M codes, the. the ordinances, the uh, penal codes, but it is political.
1: It it, it is, um, and I try not to ever have it be political. But when I needed the political power, and trust me when I say this, the there is power in the people,
0: and if they if they pull together and they're like minded, and it showed. Well, and, and when we say like minded, you're pretty strong minded. You're pretty strong willed, and you're fairly conservative. Right. As I am, as this community is. Mm-hmm. And we uh, seem to be somewhat in an island sometimes in California, surrounded. And I think our local electeds have been fairly supportive of you. Yes. Uh, even though they may sit on the different side of the aisle and you may have some run ins. But again, Common sense always prevails. I say the rhetoric meets reality, yeah. and these things about defunding police and rah rah rah. And when the reality of it is, hey, have you? Do you know Vern? Do you think he's written? Well, no, he not him. Well, then who? And I get so tired of these blanket, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, these blanket definitions of all police are this, or all law enforcement yeah. is this. And, and Sheriff Warnke proves that no, you can get along with the people. You can have the people support to the point that a, a mandate. I would. Almost say that you have from the county of Merced, from the people of Merced, and it is just so frustrating to me to see these voices, these 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 minor, and I don't mean in a, a racial sense, but just the number, a, a small number of people throwing rocks at your organization and at you personally, yeah. and that and that bothers me because I know that you're not that way. Yeah, I know the organization is not that way, and when we talk about things like systemic racism, that just it blows me away because, you know, that means it's all, I mean, you've had health right. issues, right? Systemic's pretty friggin' bad. And we are not that
1: way. We are not that way. And what I look at for those folks that do and say those things, they're
0: dumbasses. I they don't know how else to say it. I agree with you. They, uh, they, and I they, think they... they're the racist in a lot of ways with the things they promote. That's exactly They only right. want to look at the color of skin. Yeah. They don't want to look at content and character. And what do you always say about character? It's what you do
1: when you think no one's looking and there's a lot of folks out there but those that raise their their eyebrows up and they're doing those things and throwing those stones and those rocks um you know there's no other way around it they're 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 idiots and i mean that literally when they can't come out there with anything else they can't do or say anything else and just throw a blanket statement out there and they got no no proof no nothing they got zero evidence and
0: yeah okay it's, it's my fault that these guys are in in the jail. No, and and they blame you because of some racial aspect, working with ICE, working with federal agencies. You know, ICE out of Merced, ICE out of my ice tea, whatever the heck it is. And the point is, you know what some of these individuals do that run the drugs up and down the freeway. We see Benny with the drugs, the fentanyl. I mean, some really bad stuff, man, that really hurts this community. And you're taking those people off the street, getting them to where they need to be. If it's a federal situation, it should be a federal situation. And we should, again, look at what their actions are and not the color of their skin or the race or their gender or what they claim to be or how they feel. We need to look at their actions and what they're doing to our society. And that's where these folks want to come in with
1: this blanket, because they don't live in a real world. They live in an isolated part of the world, and they think that their world is what's going on. Well, I got news for you, folks. Those of you who are out there throwing the stones, you have no clue what's going on. You aren't out there trudging it. You aren't out there doing any of this. And when I hear these people saying that, you know, the next time, you know, I'm standing in the middle. We had a house fire a couple weeks back in Dawes Palace. Very sad. And I'm literally standing in the middle of five bodies and family members are there. And it was part of the government agencies locally that wouldn't respond. So I I made a couple of phone calls and I, I was not nice. And folks, when you start wanting to talk about this stuff, like I said, walk a mile in these moccasins. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, when you come out and make those statements, you're just showing everybody your butt. That's all you're doing, because you're, you're actually being the dumbass Whoa. that's out there. And, uh, you know, you make these statements because you got no proof on anything else.
0: No. And you be, uh, they want to be popular. They want sound bites. They want to yeah. look good to their organizers. They come down there at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday because they're being paid to be there. Mm-hmm. And believe me, the good folks that, that are out there punching the bag, the property that, you know, they're at work and you're protecting their property they they don't feel that way and this is what frustrates me and your cooperation with federal agencies as we have talked about ms13 there's some real bad actors in this county again they don't really you know respect county lines so fresno madera we have to interact and their resources the federal resources the uh intelligence they have we'd be foolish not to work with them and try to get rid of this cancer in our community that's yeah. bringing in the fentanyl the drugs the money the the, the the things that are going on that affect our quality of life and you can't look at it just race
1: no and you know the issue that they have there you know like ms13 we all know the background on that yes and uh, okay it, it's a fact it's a factor you know but the the race thing that they keep throwing out i'm sorry folks you know, I can close my eyes and make a call on whoever's breaking the law because that has nothing to do with it. It's what their actions are. Yes. And, um, these folks that are coming out there trying to jump on this racial bandwagon. Well, you know what? Sorry. It doesn't work that way. You know, uh, when I stop a car at night, I can't tell who's driving it. No. And yet I'm being labeled a racist because I stop a guy who's doing a hundred miles an hour. Mm -hmm. So I'm a racist. Okay. Um, so, folks when you're making those stupid comments think about it for just a minute you got nothing and go back in your hole go back in there and take a look at what's going on and uh leave the professionals alone this is what we do i've done this for 43 years Mm -hmm. okay you're doing something for a long time you probably know what you're doing well folks i do and uh, i'm going to continue on there and as long as i got the support of the folks the people i'm going to continue it on and those other folks that want to throw the 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 mud You got nothing. That's fine. You know, you don't have to like me. You don't like my cowboy hat, and that's fine. I don't care. (laughs) But there's a
0: lot of people making comments regarding that. Well, you know, that's just who I am. Hey, you know and this is the thing you know we're all personality it's almost like we want this this unit you know i call it socialism everybody's the same you're all working for the same there's no individual achievement there's no individual responsibility everybody gets a trophy yeah and and it's just really frustrating and and i think that again your personality is what has set you apart and and i realize that that they are a minority uh, as far as voices they don't represent the electorate because you get elected overwhelmingly but it's just so frustrating to see the rocks thrown at the good men and women because i know you can take it and i know our men and women can take it but it's it's tiring it is very tiring. you know it's like the wind in oklahoma i've lived there a while and it just blows and man it gets you after a while yeah. you just got to get out of it and it, it's probably tough to recruit people yeah. coming into this uh, to this profession. Yep. Because as you said, you've been in it 47 years. and in 43, the, 43. 43. 43 yeah. I'm sorry. I was reading your age. My yeah, MCOE okay. math. But 43 years. And, and uh, you know, it's not like a, it's static. In other words, you went to the academy and that was it. You have training every 18 months, two years. Uh, continually learning. The officers are be. I mean, this is more than a, a master's degree, friends. This is yeah. ongoing training. You have to be up, just like a lawyer, the latest laws, what yep. you can, what you can't do, search and see, all these different things. Again, I think that you really get some rocks. Hopefully we've covered that. Let's talk about a some of the things you're really supportive of, uh, four seven, uh, excuse me, uh, concealed weapons permit. Yep. Uh, you're still uh, no nothing on the horizon there that's crimping your style. And again, no, no real problems since nope. you've been doing this seven plus years. Yeah,
1: none, not at all. We've actually streamlined it. So, uh, folks, if you're looking for CCW, right, we talked about. Yeah, and you can go online, uh, look up the uh, uh, sheriff's website, and you can see, scroll through it, get it. And it's if your background
0: is good, you're getting your CCW. Yeah, I, I really, I was talking to somebody the other day. They were like, you know, I want to propose open. In, in California. I go well. One good luck with that. I said what you really should propose is your own city uh, issuing CCWs instead of sending them to the sheriff, because the sheriff is doing what the Second Amendment says. And I think some of our cities are throwing that responsibility onto you by some of these honors requirements with million-dollar liability policies right, and right. you know psychological exams. Blah blah blah. Again, go see the sheriff because here in Merced County, we are honoring the Second Amendment. Yes. So let's talk a little bit, because, again, I kind of dominate the conversation. (laughs) You have three, uh, a few minutes left here. Uh, What what, what would you like to let the listeners know going into your third term or finishing up your second, maybe is a better way to put it?
1: Um, First off, thanks for the support. And uh, my lovely bride is uh, very supportive. And... uh, to the point where she's the one that encouraged me to make make the announcement. So yes, really? I'm. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, she did. You were you were kind of maybe. Oh no, <laughs> but she she's always talking to me about retiring. And but she made the comment to me that day, and she said, "I want the whole world to know you're going to continue to be our sheriff."
0: Well, that's good that she is. You know, not wanting you to Hey, honey, let's go spend some time together. And uh, yeah, that and that's really
1: nice of her. So uh, she shares me with the community, yeah. and uh, I do a lot of that. And uh, the fundraising, you know, I do the steak and lobster dinners. Been having a great time. Matter of fact, I'm doing one. It in the, within the next week.
0: Okay. And uh, I've just get a, gave a couple of certificates out today to for them folks to auction off. You're very let's talk a little bit about it. You're very giving. You're a great cook. You like doing the surf and turf. Yeah. And uh, every once in a while, you'll donate a complete dinner where you oh. and your crew goes out. and. Well, generally on those dinners, it's me by myself. Oh, it, it is. is. I well, didn't, well, know. Well, I didn't know you did
1: all that by yourself. Yeah, if I'm cooking for less than 30 or 40 people, it's just me. Really? Yeah. God, I'm oh, going to yeah.
0: cook for five people <laughs> by yeah, myself. It's just me. 30. I love doing
1: it. And uh, I did one uh, last month was one of the best evenings i ever spent i had doing it uh, chuck wagon style had a great big piece of cast iron and i'm doing the steaks but i cut the steaks in front of them off the roast they got to pick their size (laughs) and on the cast iron with bacon mushrooms and onions and and yeah so it was one of the best evenings i had and i'm getting ready to do another one and uh the the funds that i get that donated to me uh if i don't have to spend it on advertising for to run then i turn those funds right back into uh just example is that i had a dinner i donated and uh the bidding got up this was what made me i uh, want to cry eighty two hundred dollars <laughs> wow. for a dinner for eight wow. and went right back into the charities no. so it what it cost me for that night out of my campaign funds was about five maybe six hundred dollars mm-hmm. but that six hundred dollars turned into eighty two hundred for that charity mm. and so locally it's the same thing it, it's all the costs come out of that and i just because we've got a lot of great organizations uh, that are out there to do this for the community. And,
0: you know, I love the community. So yeah. And a lot of great people that support them, like yeah, yourself. Yeah. I mean, you're being a little gracious. Hey, I don't know if you can stay. We might. I'll do it. You got a minute? Yeah, I got a minute. Yeah, okay. We got 25 more folks after the break. Hey, stick with us. My name's Casey Steve, the uh, voice of your Valley. Citizen Watch, Saturday morning, 8 o'clock. We're going to keep Sheriff Horn King to the bonus half hour, which is really a, a great uh, a great deal. I told him I'd try to get him out of here in an hour. We're yeah. pushing it. but yeah, uh, don't worry about that. See what we can do. There's so much more to talk about. Again, there's some really big issues out there. Public safety. I want to talk about the uh, the walking sequoias. Yes. Uh, some of the things they've been doing. And again, uh, there's uh, I think there's another four or more in, and we want to talk about maybe some of the things on the horizon. So stick with us. This has been Citizen Watch. My name's Casey Steed. On Reset's News Talk, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM. Sheriff, thank you. Thank you. We'll see you after the break. You got it.